Getting your taint pierced, is that a thing? And we're back with another episode of the Carolina Snowflakes podcast. We're your hosts, I'm Jason. And I'm Amanda. And I just have to get this right off the bat. Lauren Boebert lost. Woo! Like, <laughs> Lauren Boebert is gone. She is no longer a member of the House of Representatives. And I just had to set aside the first minute or so of this show to gloat about that. Colorado came to their senses. Uh-huh, and the midterms didn't go all that well. It's not like I'm I'm happy with everything or whatever, but she's gone. And that for me is an overriding win. Like that's such a win that it overrides anything else that happened because she was the worst. She broke me. As you remember, I was, when we were covering the Trump religion, she was the mm-hmm. thing that made me be like, I have to take a break from covering <laughs> the Trump religion because she's so nuts uh-huh. and it hurts hearing this from a member of the house. Yeah. And so she's gone. Bye. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. I couldn't be happier about mm. about that specific thing. Now, the rest of the midterms, eh. Yeah, there were some highs and some lows. Yeah, yeah, depending on where you lived, it could be real bad. So, here was bad. North uh, Carolina did not do well. And our little neck of the woods in North Carolina did exceptionally bad. Yeah, so that wasn't good. But it's hard for me to still not be joyous at the fact that Lauren Boebert is now just some stupid lady who's going to be saying Donald Trump rules and have no actual power. And no platform, because nobody's going to listen yeah, to her now. nobody's going to listen to her no. now. Who's going to invite her to, to their church to say that weird crazy she's shit now? She's a loser. Yeah, she's a loser. Oh, oh that feels so good. Uh-huh. Oh, it's cathartic for me. Mm-hmm. I, when I found that out the, the day after the midterms, I, I was just smiling all day. I was just like, thank God. There's some hope. So I just had to get that out of the way, just so everybody knows. She's gone, and that's great news. So we're on part two of our How to Lose a Billion Dollars series <laughs> uh, about Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I needed to start this week with like a clarification. Not, not necessarily a correction, but a clarification. Upon listening to last week's episode, I realized I didn't quite make it clear in the legal sense exactly what we were listening to. I said it was a deposition, and it, it is, but I looked into this, and it's... It's a little bit more complicated than that. This is uh, from the deposition of the damages portion of the trial. So there was a deposition for the trial, and then there was a deposition for the damages portion. And this is the deposition for the damages portion of the trial. So you can call it a trial, you could call it a deposition, or you could even call it the deposition part of the trial. But that's all very confusing, and it took me a while to piece it all together. From what I can tell, Alex didn't show up and was found guilty. Then the lawyers for the plaintiffs get to take a deposition from witnesses in court with the judge, and that's part of figuring out damages. During this time, the jury is not present in the room. The defendant's lawyers can object, and when they do, the judge will determine if it should be put in the transcripts that are given to the jury. If the judge sustains the objection, then that part of the deposition is not seen. This means that in listening to this audio, we don't know for sure how much of it the jurors heard. Mm. But it... Being okay. that they found that he was guilty for a billion dollars, I think it's safe to assume they heard a they lot of it. They probably heard quite a bit. And the fact that Alex's lawyers are complete shit. And there are times when they should object and they don't, and then the objections they do give are bad. So it's safe to assume they heard most of this, but mm-hmm. I, upon listening to last week, I realized it wasn't exactly clear on that because I didn't really know all those details. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have known that either. My question is, so... 
during the deposition portion of the damages, mm-hmm. <laughs> the jury was not in the room. Right. But they would be later? Yes. Well, they would get the transcripts. Oh, or, they would have to read what was said? Yeah, or they would get cut clips of the parts that weren't objected, sustained. The, the oh. objections weren't sustained. Audio or video? I think it's video. Oh, okay. And so... It's basically a way. I think it's a way to expedite the expediate the process because they can't try to ask the jurors to unremember things. So it's sure. easier to just not give them the information. And so to keep the the thing flowing fast, the the lawyers can object and then they'll decide later whether or not mm. that objection matters because okay. it it keeps the process going faster. Because one thing I learned from watching all this is they really try to squeeze as much as they can into a day, and they don't like leaving things hanging at the end of a day. So. This deposition we're going to listen to this week took place over two days, but they smushed, smushed most of it into the first day. And so that's we're only really going over the first day. The second day doesn't really matter, and it's shorter. Okay. So that's one of the things I learned about like this process. It's a very interesting process. So I had to piece all that together to be ultra clear on what this audio is. I don't think anybody would have noticed because, like I said, I called it a deposition, and that's what it is. Yeah. But I wanted to, for my own sake... Be clear about it. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think it's interesting. I think it's neat how it all works. That's it's something. That explains why there's a judge there, also, uh, because in other depositions, the ones they did before the trial, there's not a judge there. It's just the lawyers in the deposition room. They call it. They have inside law firms where they're just interviewing. It's just them and a camera, and and the other lawyer. And then the judge will look over the objections after the fact. But because this was during the trial, the judge is there. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's kind of complicated. Right. But I figured it all out. So Well, good job. Yeah, there yeah. It's no longer a mystery. And if that was confusing, I, I know it is. But that's our legal system, baby. So Clear the, as mud. The the rest of the clips we're gonna be going over are from the same thing. They're all from the same part of the, the, the trial, the damages part of the trial. So that's gonna be the case for a while until I say otherwise. Um last week we listened to former producer Daria Karpova during her deposition. To start off this week, we're going to go over the deposition of Owen Schroyer. Owen is basically a baby Alex Jones who has a show on InfoWars. In my opinion, the most notable thing about Owen is that he looks like a mini Nazi Abe Lincoln. Because he totally looks like a... Like, if you picture Abe Lincoln as a Nazi, but mini, that's Owen Schroyer. That's what he looks like. Uh He's young, too. Owen started uh, in sports writing and blogging in St. Louis... So do, do you do you remember when Trump first decided to run for office, like how things were going in America around that time? Vaguely. Yeah. How would you how would you describe it? I think things were pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Things were things were going well. They were good until until they weren't until Trump. Started Am I wrong? Running for office. Yeah. And then that's then the protests happened. And yeah, it, I remember remember watching the TV and we saw the protest in New York City and there was mm-hmm. a guy who made a sign with a. A Trump as a pile of shit. Yes, that we thought was exactly. so funny. It was funny. Yeah. So there were, so if you remember, there were there were lefties were protesting around that time. We were upset about things, including Trump racistly running for office on being a racist. Mm-hmm. Well, it was around this time that Owen decided, you know, this is my time. This is my time to shine. <laughs> and so he he labeled himself the Cuck Destroyer. And he would film himself going and getting in arguments with lefties at all the protests. Oh. And he would post those videos on YouTube. And 
these videos got Alex's attention at, at info. Where it's like, oh yeah, we got. I love this cuck destroyer guy. We got to get him. <laughs> it's like a it's like a weird superhero. Yes. Yeah. We got we got to get the cuck destroyer in here. So they uh they they called Owen up and hired him, and Owen became an uh, employee at Infowars. So this was around the beginning of Trump's running for office uh, when this happened. Okay. So he he works there as a host and a writer and journalist, if you want to <laughs> use that word. Um, and he's basically as guilty as Alex for the Sandy Hook denial bullshit. He was he was all up in it, even though he came much later, which I find very interesting. See, by the time. Owen, by the time Trump was running for office and Owen's videos as Cuck Destroyer were making their rounds on YouTube, most people had already distanced themselves from the info, the the Sandy Hook denial bullshit. And that's a big part of the trial is that, like, you came in way after and we're still doing this shit. So he's like a baby mini Hitler, Abe Lincoln bearded douchebag. <laughs> cuck Destroyer. Yeah, yeah. and he's, he's totally not a Cuck Destroyer. So on to the clips. Okay, the lawyer, the lawyer here is uh, Kyle Farrar, who's they, he's the partner at the law firm. It's Farrar and Ball Law Firm, but there are multiple lawyers there, and I'm not exactly sure how they decide who does what. I think it might be some sort of secret lawyer ceremony that you have to go to Harvard and be in Skull and Bones <laughs> to understand, because they alternate, so it's confusing on what lawyer. So it's talking. like some 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 wrestling tag team. Yeah, yeah. one guy questions, mm-hmm. and then another one stands up mm-hmm. and. So last week we had Mark, who is a lawyer who works for that law firm, mm-hmm. uh, just hammering in Daria. This week we're going to have the two main guys, Farrar and Ball, the two other lawyers, and they kind of go back and forth. So if I get their name, if I say Kyle when it's the other one, I'm sorry. They're confused. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Whatever. They're partners at the same fucking law firm, right? Uh-huh. So it's cool. So this, just to start things off, we're going to start with a clip uh, where... You know, Owen has to give a little introduction to himself. You know, you're, it's your first question in court. Hi, it's like, uh, Hi welcome court. to the court of law. I am, you know, Owen. I'm a crazy, racist, raging douchebag. And, Tell uh, us a little about yourself. Yeah. So it's, it's convenient for our purposes because that's where things start off. You've worked for InfoWars or Free Speech Systems. I'm just going to call it InfoWars. Can we make that agreement? Yes. And know that we're, we really mean free speech, okay? Yes. You've worked for them since 2016, correct? Correct. What is your current title? Show host and reporter. Okay. Show host means you're on the air, right? Correct. All right. We're going to get to that in a minute. Um, I hate to ask you this in a public forum, but I need to. Can you tell us what your salary is? Um, I don't know the exact number, but I believe it's about 120000 a year before taxes. Okay, so he absolutely does want to ask him his salary on public record, <laughs> just so you know. He, I really hate to do yeah, this. Yeah, no, he but... absolutely wants to ask him that, <laughs> and I think it's great that he does. It's also interesting because he's making 120000 a year, which sounds good until later you'll learn that Alex is making tens of millions. Well... I mean, <laughs> so and then you'll also learn that Owen is on the uh, show doing more work. Well, of course he is. That I mean, hello. That's, yeah. It doesn't matter where you're working. I mean, that's a, that's work. Yeah, that's just the way if it is. If you work for a company and it's not yours, guess yeah. what? You do more work and are paid less. A lot less. So it's kind of funny. And I think it's funny that he asked him because this just sort of sets the tone of how it is. This lawyer is going to be like, oh, man, I hate yeah, to. He's like. Ooh, I know this, this pains is hurt. me to <laughs> ask you this, hurt. but how much do you make? Yeah. 
<laughs> I think it's a good tone setter. And he introduced who he was. He's a show host and reporter or whatever. Uh-huh. But he's not really a reporter at all. He's just a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, we have a, a little jab thrown by the lawyer. And Owen plays dumb and uh, the lawyer... It proves how stupid Owen's lawyer is because he really should object to this. So just keep in mind that Owen's lawyer will not object to this, and it's a pretty deep jab. Some toothpaste. Is this the toothpaste that you guys claim cured COVID? Is that a different one? No. That's a different one? Um, I'm not familiar with that claim. You're not familiar with the FDA and state's attorneys general saying stop making that claim? Oh, could I see that claim presented in front of me? It's not important. Oh. <laughs> it's not important. It's not important. Don't worry about it. Is this is this the toothpaste uh, that cures COVID? Yeah, that cures COVID. He's like, uh, uh, you're not familiar with that uh, FDA claim that says you got to stop saying you that? Know that big angry letter you guys uh, got from the FDA telling you to stop it. Could I could I, could I see that? It's not important. <laughs> He's like, oh, don't worry about it. So that's just proof right there that like it doesn't really like it was just a jab, and the fact that his lawyer didn't object is insane to me. He was like, trolling him. Yeah, and like none of it is relevant to the case whatsoever. He's just shitting on him because they were going through the website, and he was like, "Is this some of the bullshit you sell?" And <laughs> here's some toothpaste. Is this the one that cures COVID? <laughs> And it's funny because the lawyer seems like Kyle seems to know that it isn't relevant. That's why he says it doesn't matter. So he would have taken an objection to it. But since he didn't object, I'm sure the lawyer heard the, that. The attorney. The, ju- jury heard that. The attorney was just sitting there like, la, la, la. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he was, was doing. Was he like, that's a valid question. <laughs> he must have been sleeping, I guess. I don't know. So for a while, it's just the lawyers going over this website uh, that they have called band.video. That Owen Hoster has a lot of uploads on, which is basically, it's like Alex Jones YouTube. It's called Band.Video. It's stupid. Don't ever go there. <laughs> it's hosted by InfoWars, and it costs them a shitload of money. And it's part of the reason they're, that they are always broke. Because they're paying to host their own, you know, really expensive video hosting platform that has videos that are really, really long mm. and expensive to host and... Some of them have 200, 400 views. So it's it's pretty funny, actually. It's just a sad thing. And the lawyers just kind of go over that sad website for a while. It's pretty funny. <laughs> they're like, this is pathetic. Hmm. And then while they're going through that, out of nowhere, they strike with just this. I mean, all I can think of is like a snake bite. Like this, stri- this strike is brutal. So this next clip we have is just out of nowhere, they come at him with this. Like a, the elbow to the temple. <laughs> Let's take, for example, Tuesday afternoon, while we were here in court, you and Mr. Jones were live for three hours, right? Um, I, I don't remember the exact amount of time. Aren't your segments three hours? No, the segments are about ten minutes. Okay. You were live for three hours, and that's uploaded to bandvideo.com, right? Which day are we speaking? talking about Tuesday, which was the 26th, I took a screenshot of you and Alex on it. Okay, so I got, I got, I got a screenshot <laughs> in case, in case you want to see that. And he admits the screenshot into evidence. Mm-hmm. So they end up going over the screenshot and it is a screenshot of them. And when he says, while we were in court, he's referring to the default judgment. 
So the the twenty seventh was the day the judgment was granted. So oh. what he's saying is, while we were in court ruling you guys guilty of Sandy Hook, you were on the air on Infowars with Alex Jones. Uh-huh. And here's a screenshot of it. Uh-huh. So that that clip is good because it's multi layered. Mm. He's basically saying while you were being found guilty and while this man was being found guilty in court, you were live on the air with him for three hours. Mm-hmm. He's like, what day was it? I don't recall. And then, yes, and he's like, uh, oh, God, what day was that? So, yeah, I find that shit really, really funny. And Owen is just going to make it worse. So, Owen, he follows up, and Owen sees the hole that he's being dug, and he's like, here, here, hand me that shovel. I can give you some help. <laughs> and so that's what this next clip is. Do you remember the show? Yes. Okay, so for three hours, you were on for three hours. Does that seem right? I don't want to misrepresent it. I think Tuesday I was on for seven hours. Sure. This this show was three hours, and then you did another 30-minute special with just you and Mr. Jones, really, about this trial, right? I don't recall the exact content <laughs> of the discussion. Okay. You remember yesterday having my website up and talking bad about me and my partners? Yesterday? The day before, I guess it was. Uh, again, I don't recall. Like I said, I was on air for seven hours, so there was a lot discussed. Okay. <laughs> That one's really funny. That's the first real it's like, funny. Like, no, no, I think it was seven hours. I, I think I was on for seven hours. I was actually on all day. And who, when you talk for seven hours, you don't remember what you were talking about. <laughs> you don't remember pulling up the lawyer's website and talking shit about the lawyer who's in your face right now. Asking you questions. You don't remember that from two uh, days ago? No, nah, not such really. A blur. No. Everything's such a blur when you're Owen Troyer. Isn't that crazy? That clip, that, that clip really is something. Because mm-hmm. it comes out of nowhere, too. They're just going boringly over his website. And then all of a sudden, it's like, remember when you were talking shit about me two days ago? It's pretty good. It's pretty good stuff. <laughs> so, after all these questions, they set Owen up and make him look like a bad guy. But none of this is really that relevant to Sandy Hook. They're just making Owen look like an idiot. Next, the lawyer, they go on for a minute, and the lawyer just goes, like, for the throat. He's like, okay, now we're going to talk about Sandy Hook. So this is where the things turn. <laughs> mm-hmm. You did a show on June 25th, 2017, where you were the sole host. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. Um, that was a Sunday, correct? Yes. Which is why you were doing it at the time, right? I'm sorry, what? Is that, that's why you were hosting it was a Sunday? Um, no. The Sunday Alex Jones show has been on air for a long time. I was filling in that night. Okay. It airs from 4 to 6 Central Time? Yes. This is the one where you challenge whether or not Neil Heslin ever held his son, Jesse, right? No, I uh, challenge that the videos presented didn't add up and that Megyn Kelly had done harm to the story being uh, removed from the public consciousness and just caused it to be brought up again. I'm not going to quibble about you because we're going to watch it. It is the show about Neil Hessler and whether or not he held Jesse in his arms. Oof. <laughs> you feel that tone shift I, right there? He, he probably shifted in his seat a little bit yeah. like, uh-oh. Yeah. 
the air sort of got sucked out of the room in that moment, didn't yeah. it? Because he's like, no, that's the show where I was bitching about Megyn Kelly. And he's like, we're going to watch it. He's like, no. We're going to watch it. Don't you worry. That's not what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty bad. And, like, it really gets to the heart of the matter. So the thing he's being, that the, the they're referring to here is, is this is going to be, it's a clip where... Owen is talking about a story that has to do with whether or not one of the plaintiffs held his son after his son was killed. He did, for the record, but there was some confusion based on uh, some stuff about body bags and the coroner's reports that's really lame, and I don't really want to get into the specifics of it because it's stupid, and Owen kind of does it himself, so I'm not going to get into it. But basically, they think that because of the coroner, he couldn't have held his son's body, and that's a question that Megyn Kelly should have. For some fucking reason. I, I really can't figure it out. Hmm. Exactly why they think Megyn Kelly should be asking that question. Except for that was around the time when Megyn Kelly's interview with Alex got released. And they were mad at her about that. And so they used that as justification to shit on this guy and say he never held his son. Well, you and I watched that interview. Yeah, it was terrible. And it was really bad. It was really bad. And she didn't do a very good job. But they were mad about it. Alex was not happy about it. I would have thought they'd been stoked. She made him look sensible. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't. They they weren't happy because she didn't question Sandy Hook. Uh, Well, she didn't question any of his crazy conspiracies. Exactly. And I think that's what they were mad about. So it's it's, it's all very lame and stupid. So he'll kind of explain it. And then Owen's going to sense this trap that's coming. And he like, (laughs) she shrinks up. Owen turns into a little teeny tiny baby during this. (laughs) While the lawyer just really fucking gives it to him. So you're going to get some satisfaction out of this next one because he's going to get hammered. You were handed the story while you were on air live. You ran with it, right? Yes. You did zero to determine if it was accurate, right? Correct. You did no vetting of the story at all, correct? Correct. You did nothing to determine if it was a joke or a parody, right? There are video clips in it. You didn't watch them, right? Correct. Or you played them. Correct. How many people do you think were watching that day? Millions? Tens of millions? I don't know. How many people do you think were watching that day? A couple hundred thousand. You know the reach. You're going to sit there under oath and say a couple hundred thousand? Well, I'm, I'm under oath to tell the truth, and the truth is I don't know. Okay. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm under oath too. Yeah, so you get why I call him a baby, Alex. Like you Jones. can literally, you can hear him shrinking. Yeah, you yeah. can hear him getting smaller in exactly. the seat. You know. Yeah, I had to turn the volume up quite loud to even be able to hear. Yeah, because he goes from like we do this and this and this, mm-hmm. and I'm this person to being like, well, I'm, 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 I'm under oath. To tell the truth a hundred thousand people maybe and he's like you know it's more than a he's fucking like how many people. do you think we're watching yeah. <laughs> so he, he's crushing him and alex is shrinking i mean uh owen is shrinking yes which is very interesting because when we get to alex alex will not shrink where owen does mm. it's it's interesting owen owen is well less way i mean he's in all ways a baby alex jones it's it's really illustrated here so next is the clip. They're going to play the clip from Owen on the show, the thing they're talking about, that he did no preparation for whatsoever. So here comes that clip. I cut some of the really horrible shit out of it because it's 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 bad. So 
it does kind of stop abruptly, but that's because I didn't want to go into the details because it's horrible bullshit. So here's the clip. So folks, now here's another story. You know, I don't even know if Alex knows about this, to be honest with you. Alex, if you're listening and you want to, uh, or if you just want to know what's going on, Zero Hedge has just published a story. Megyn Kelly fails to fact check Sandy Hook's Sandy Hook father's contradictory claim in Alex Jones' hit piece. Now again, this this broke. I think it broke today. I don't know what time. But featured in Megyn Kelly's expose, Neil Heslin, a father of one of the victims, during the interview described what happened the day of the shooting. And basically what he said, the statement he made, fact checkers on this have said cannot be accurate. He's claiming that he held his son and saw the bullet hole in his head. That is his claim. Now, according to a timeline of events and a coroner's testimony, that is not possible. And so one must look at Megyn Kelly and say, Megyn, I think it's time for you to explain this contradiction in the narrative. Because this is only going to fuel the conspiracy theory that you're trying to put out, in fact. Oh, God. It's horrible. So they think that Megyn Kelly is perpetuating a conspiracy theory. Well, what they're arguing is that Megyn Kelly in her thing was saying that she was fighting the conspiracy theorists. And then he's saying by not by having Neil Heslin on your show saying that he held his dead son and not questioning it. When we know there's questions, you're literally bringing it back up and refueling the conspiracy theory, which is the opposite of what you say you're doing. That's their argument. It's a stupid fucking that's argument. That's really lame. And that's why you couldn't follow it, because it's lame and stupid, and it makes no sense. And the lawyer will go on to point out, Megyn Kelly doesn't owe you dick. What the fuck are you talking about? Right. So, yeah, it's really dumb. And that's the tack they decided to take because their lawyers are shitty, and that's what they told them to do. So it's bad. And like I said, I cut out where they actually go in and play clips because he, he will play clips of the corner, edited clips of the corner to try and imply that it was impossible for him to hold his son. And it's just gross and shitty. And then immediately after that, they play a clip of uh, the commercial that followed that clip. And it was Alex selling some kind of dick pills. <laughs> and of the course. lawyer's like, so, so after talking about my client and saying he didn't hold his dead son, you felt like you needed Alex to come on and sell some dick pills. Is that is that what happened? And he said yes. Yes, that is that is what happened. So it's really bad. That's that's where it's just getting into it. And this next clip is going to be, mwah, mwah. <laughs> it's it's tasty, tasty gold. The leaders are breaking down that previous clip and going like thing by thing, and they just hammer him because he's trying to deny that he called Neil Heslin a liar or an actor. But it's clear from that clip that he did call him a liar and actor. There's no other thing you could assume. And the lawyers are just going to shit on him over it. It's it's good stuff. This is this is Alex getting, or uh, Owen getting some just desserts. Baby Alex. I keep calling him Alex, but it's because he's baby Alex. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's him getting hammered some more. And it's, it's totally worth listening to. So check this out. This was republished, as you said, by a website called Zero Hedge, right? Yes. Also, not a reliable source, correct? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. Right? Perhaps. So let me ask you this. If I have if you get something from a source and you're and you look and say, 
you know, this source sometimes is reliable. Sometimes they're way out there and unreliable. Isn't it incumbent on you to check it and do some sort of vetting before you put it on here? Yes, I could have done a better job. You could have done a job, right? You did nothing. You could have done something, right? Well, I was live on air at the time, so it was given to me, and I covered it. Is it an excuse to say I didn't have time? Is, is that an excuse to defamation, to defaming Mr. Heslin? Is that an excuse to you? I just didn't have time? Can you repeat or rephrase the question? Please? Is it an excuse to say I didn't have time? Is that a proper excuse to go defame somebody? No. Is it a proper excuse to devastate them? I just didn't have time. I don't agree that that's what happened. Which part? That he was devastated? That I had, that even if I had the time, then I wouldn't have run the story. So it would never run. It comes to me, I'm on air. Time is of the essence, is what you're saying. Got to get that new story going now, right? Got to get to the end to sell the metal ions, right? Whether I covered this story or not, that commercial was going to run. Well, the difference is whether you covered it or not is that we're sitting here today. That's the difference, right? Can you repeat the question? <laughs> Holy fuck! Can, I forgot how good that can clip you, was. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> oh, man. I forgot how much he... That was... Woof! <laughs> he took it to him, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, man. I just, did, I, I just didn't have the time. Oh, yeah. Is that an excuse? And he's like, no. Is that an excuse to d defame someone? And then he's like, well... He, I argue that even if I had the time, I still would have run the story, which doesn't help your argument. No. Oh, Makes you man. sound like a moron. Yeah. Yeah. And an asshole. So I could see from this point, I thought about this when I was listening to this and watching this. From this point, if I was the jury, with just what we've seen so far, I'm going a billion dollars. <laughs> a billion dollars sounds oh, right. Oh, yeah. Easily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is how you lose a billion dollars. That was what I wanted to show. Mm -hmm. I feel like that clip does a pretty good job. That's I like where he said that it's sometimes a good source. Sometimes it's a good He's source. Like, well, 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 so sometimes it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, if it's a source <laughs> that you go to and it's sometimes okay, that makes it not a good source. Yeah, and you really shouldn't be defaming people based on it. And devastating people. Yeah, yeah. Pretty wild, you fucking asshole. He, he really hammered him. He really hammered him there, and he just sort of was like, "Oh shit, yeah." Owen Schroyer sucks. <laughs> um, so it's gonna go on for a while, kind of like this. This is what happens, and it's really not all that interesting because he's just sort of hammering on that same clip for a bit. But then we get to meet a couple of new characters in the story, so this is fun times. <laughs> oh, fun times. Yeah, we get to meet Paul Watson uh, or Paul Joseph Watson. It, he's a uh, British guy who works for InfoWars, and I don't know, in all honesty, he sucks and he's shitty, but, like, he has the most reasonable point of view of any of the other people at InfoWars. because he's British. Yeah, and the bar's really low, and he's still a crazy asshole, <laughs> but he's just, he's just the most reasonable of them. Mm -hmm. Take that for what it's worth. Okay. Um, the next is this guy they're going to mention is this dude named Jim Fetzer, and this guy wrote a book called... Get ready for this title. Nobody died at Sandy Hook, colon. It was a FEMA drill to promote gun control. Jesus. That's the title of the fucking book. Wow. Yeah. So Paul Joseph Watson wrote an email to Alex and his staff at InfoWars about how full of shit Fetzer is. 
this email was written a year and a half before Owen was even on InfoWars promoting stories mm. that were fact-checked by Jim Fetzer. Mm. So they're going to point that out in this clip. And okay. you, I, you needed to know who those people were to get the context of that I clip. See. But mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen in this clip. So when they mentioned Paul Watson, he's this British InfoWars guy who was like, hey, Alex, this dude's full of shit. And when they mentioned Jim Fetzer, he's the guy who wrote that book with a ridiculously horrible title about FEMA drills. And he's the fact checker. Yeah, and he's the fact checker on Owen's story. So they knew a year and a half, but they're still running it, is the point. So that's what's going on in this clip. You know who Paul Watson is, right? Yes. Remember what his title was in 2015 or 2016? What do you mean by title? What was his job? He worked for InfoWars. What was his job? I believe he was the editor-in-chief. Let's see what he says in an email on December 17, 2015, so about six months before you run that story. I'm going to read this along and see if I read it right. This Sandy Hook stuff is killing us. It's promoted by the most batshit crazy people like Rince and Fetzer, who all hate us anyway. Plus, it makes us look really bad to align with people who harass the parents of dead kids. It's going to hurt us with drudge, and bringing bigger names into the show. Plus, the event happened three years ago. Why even risk our reputation for it? I read that right? Yes. Oh, man. So you get my context for why he's the most sane one, because... Yeah, it almost, like... If I didn't know the the story, I would think, like, maybe he... Yeah. <laughs> maybe he took the job thinking, like, sweet... I am going to put my journalism degree to use. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be an editor. And he's like the only one who's uh-huh. doing news mm-hmm. in a sea of crazy that people. That is what happened. <laughs> he's crazy but, just like them, but, but he still, saw this. But the, still, yeah. you know, that could be the story. I think he's British and he just saw it for the bullshit that it was and was like, this isn't going to play. Yeah, you could see that it was damaging their reputation, mm-hmm. as he said. And in that clip, you'll notice that the, the lawyer does say six months and not a year and a half. Now, what's really funny about that is that Owen's lawyer will object and go, it was a year and a half, not six months before Owen's story. So his lawyer does him a, digs him a deeper Actually hole. makes it worse. Like, yeah. they knew even longer uh-huh. that this was not a true story. And now it's a good time to talk about who this lawyer is. His name is Norm Pattis, and he sucks a lot. He's also Alex's lawyer after the old one got fired. We're going to go over that when we get to Alex, but... He's the same lawyer as Alex's lawyer, and that's why he's stupid enough to object to something that makes him look worse. <laughs> it's very funny. And then the prosecuting lawyer's like, actually, yeah, you're right. He's totally. like, oh, yeah, it is a year and a half. Sustained. So you knew even longer <laughs> yeah. than that. Yeah. That it's, this was complete bullshit. So there's a, our first major example of Norm being <laughs> shitty, and there's going to be a few of those when we get to him. So don't worry. <laughs> All right, this next one, I pulled this clip out because I think it really exemplifies the quality of Owen, like being a baby Alex Jones. This would be a great clip to remember when we get to Alex on the stand because he was going to take the same tactic of refusing to accept what he did and carefully saying, I feel bad for the parents of the victims, but you guys are the ones who keep bringing it up. That's the argument that Alex is going to take, except Alex is going to be much more bitter, angry, and douchey about it. But Owen's going to try to take that same tactic only subtly. And I think it's important to see that because when you kind of see it without Alex's bluster, it's easier to reveal what's happening. So pay attention in this one and just remember this clip for when we're listening to Alex. What you aired is wrong. It was wrong, right? It's not a correct statement. 
The whole piece was wrong. Can you be more specific for me? Yeah, this timeline of events and fact checkers is all wrong. Not true. Factually inaccurate. Fair? Yeah, I'd say that it's my recollection that the timeline presented in that story was inaccurate now. And the story was wrong because you didn't know that that interview with the coroner was edited, right? Correct. Okay. You were just, like you said a second ago, too much of a, in too much of a hurry to get that on the air, to do that, right? No, it wasn't a hurry. It was just a new story was brought to me, and I covered it. And in the process, hurt real people. You understand that now, right? I, I feel awful from grieving parents from that horrific event. That is not what I asked you. In the process of hurrying up and putting that story out to a, a worldwide broadcast, you hurt real people. Do you understand that sitting here right now today? I'm sorry if that hurt anybody. And it's hard for me to accept that as we're continuing to talk about it. For me to say, understand this hurt someone, but yet we just keep talking about it. So we're just going to keep hurting people. You think they shouldn't exercise their rights to the court system because that might hurt them? Just let you off. That's what you think? No, you said that. Y y yeah. <laughs> um. Well, you. Well, you. You guys are the ones that keep talking about yeah, this. I'm. 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 I'm not bringing it up. You're the one bringing it up. You're, you keep bringing it up. You're, you keep. You keep hurting people. You're the one hurting people. You, it's you. I know you are, but what am I? It's the most. That shit. He. He's a child. Yes. He's a stupid, petulant child. Clearly, very immature. And he just can't handle accepting any responsibility for hurting anyone. And I noticed that he chose his words very carefully. I'm sure the lawyers told them, like, yeah. Say you feel sorry that they got shot, but don't say you're sorry that you hurt them. Right. And then I liked the very beginning of that clip where the attorney says, "Um, what what you ran is." is wrong yeah it's just wrong no he says what you ran is wrong right 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 that and he wrong. was like uh, uh, yeah uh, yeah <laughs> but uh -huh. i haven't they brought it to me and i was live and i had to air it and we went on anyway and why do you keep talking about it because you're the one doing all the harm yep it's basically it's a petulant child yeah. who looks like a mini nazi abe lincoln and he's awful. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the dodges are painful too to watch. Like he's like you can see it in his face, in his shitty little face. And this is like now we're getting near the end of the day's deposition, and there's one last clip that I want to play. And it's the lawyers, they're setting it up that Alex is mostly responsible for a Sandy Hook denial people getting like any press at all. But especially by the time Owen was there. And like last week with Daria, they're trying to tie Alex to that guy Wolfgang Halbig, if you remember, he's the yeah. one in Florida, who got arrested with having the identification of one of the victim's family members. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to play a clip of Alex talking to Wolfgang, and they're both pathetic, and this clip shows it. And then after that, they listen to the clip where Owen tries to deny what they just heard, and he loses. So this is the last clip we're going to play. It starts with them playing a thing from Alex talking to Wolfgang, and then Owen trying to deny what they just literally listened to. You have no reason to be doing this to be going public. I mean, I would imagine you've lost a lot of business. 
And you tell that to my wife, I am about to kicked out of my own house after being married 39 years. Alex, I'm about to lose my family because I'm simply asking the questions that you and your stations are looking at. And I'm asking you right now, and I'm asking all your listeners, talk on it, support InfoWars, become part of the Warriors. We need uh, we need this show, we need the truth. Uh, if you find it in your heart to donate a few dollars to our legal funds, let me tell you, we have them. We have the lawsuits filed, we are closed, but we can't do it without people helping me. I'm too old for this, but I do need help. The big thing is support InfoWars. Because if we don't have your voice, nobody's going to hear the truth. Support InfoWars. Because if we don't have your voice, nobody's going to hear the truth. Mr. Haldick knows he needs InfoWars to get his message out, right? I don't know that. That's what he just said. Not necessarily. Tell me what other interpretation we all just heard of we need InfoWars if we don't have Right. Say it perfectly. If we don't have your voice, nobody's going to hear the truth. What other interpretation is it that he needs InfoWars to get his message out? Oh man, that wow. was great. There's I, a lot to unpack in yeah, that one. Really, I don't, I don't know that. We just heard it. Yeah. We just. So heard he it. needs InfoWars mm-hmm. to get his story out. Yes. Right. He literally just said and he that. Goes, no. He's like, I don't know that. <laughs> his wife, he just said his wife of 39 years just left him over this shit. She said she's going to kick him out of the house. Because of this shit. And be done with him. And he said, I need money. Donate to InfoWars for our legal fund or else I'm fucked. Because <laughs> I'm an old crazy fool. Uh-huh. And Owen just tries to deny that that's what they just listened to. Right. And it's stupid and the lawyers just like crush him over it. And then... That kind of is where the deposition ends. The judge is like, eh, it's five o'clock. It's time for us to go. <laughs> they come back. Owen does some more, but it's not really worth going over. It's more of this. And I just wanted to get that out there because I feel like it was it was an interesting deposition. It certainly uh, held its held my attention. And I think it's interesting because Owen isn't as compelling as Alex. And he ends up getting destroyed like the cuck non-destroyer that he is. <laughs> And overall, I think it's valuable to see a less distracting and boisterous version of Alex to put into perspective how shitty their position really is. Because when Alex is going to be on the stand, he is not going to... He's going to deflect and distract so much that it isn't as clear how shitty their position is. And I feel like listening to uh, Owen struggle really, really Mm. helps you understand how shitty their position is, so... This all sets up for next week because next week we're going to the big guy, Alex himself, and we're going to be going over his deposition, which was a couple of days, and it will probably be more than one episode. Uh, this one's a, went a little long because I wanted to get all of Owen's testimony uh, in, in one day and get it done with, but I thought that was really interesting. I, I think it really does illustrate how shitty the position they're in. I mean, realistically, like, I... I don't know that the jury heard all of it, but they heard enough to decide a billion dollars. Right. They were like, a billion dollars? That sounds good. Yeah. So there we have it. That That, that is Owen's con- contribution to how to lose a billion dollars. <laughs> so I felt like it was good stuff. Mm. Is Owen it. still at InfoWars? Owen Schroyer is still at InfoWars. So he stayed. Yeah, he's Alex still there. kept him. Yeah, he's still there. Owen's still around. And there's this other guy. There's a there's a few. There's a cast of characters around. Is he still the cuck destroyer? No, he hasn't called himself that for a while. <laughs> but no one's going to let that go. You don't call yourself well, cuck destroyer. Yeah, I know. And you just let it go. 
he reminds me of like Milo Yiannopoulos or any mm-hmm. of those like right wing agitators who love to just go argue with lefties. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes they win and they post it to YouTube, and sometimes they lose and it doesn't get posted. It's he's just one of those guys. But Alex, oh, I like this kid. He's really saying something. Ah! So and and you can see why. Yeah. I mean, he's just he's just like Alex, just a shitty. And he like I noticed. He kind of sucked up to Alex. He's like, I don't know if Alex has even heard this story. And Alex, if you're listening, this is <laughs> Alex, what's going on. call me later, okay? And it's like, God damn, dude, your breath <laughs> smells like Alex's dick hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It really does. So, And it's funny because he gets paid a tiny, tiny fraction of what Alex makes. So was it worth 120 k a year to go through that? You'll have to ask yourself that question. And Owen has to ask himself that question. <laughs> so... I mean, and they live in Austin, which I guess is pretty cool. I mean, that's the one cool part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's funny too. We we talked about Paul Joseph Watson, the British guy. He he lives in London. He does he works remotely for. Oh, England. really? He's not even there in yeah. person. Okay. That's why he wrote that email, being like, "These fucking guys." He's like, "You don't understand." What are you guys doing? Well, he has a different perspective. Mm-hmm. He literally can see the outside world looking in and going, "Like yeah. this does not look good." Yep. <laughs> and so he does a deposition where he gets shit on a little bit, but it's not it's not really that interesting. He has a British accent. That's the most interesting thing about him. So just. <laughs> <laughs> just know that yeah. <laughs> and uh like i said next week we're gonna be going to the, the big guy himself and we'll see what alex has to say and i'll get to do lots of alex impressions so it'll be a fun time sweet be sure to tune in next week check out our website carolinasnowflakes.com we love y'all thanks for listening bye